Hey, and welcome to the Motherhood Simplified Podcast. I'm your host, Krista Lockwood. And if you ever look around your house and wonder where the heck did all this stuff come from and how am I ever going to get it out, you are in the right place. I'm a mom of five who decluttered her home back in 2013 when my family and I decided to move from Alaska to Florida with one suitcase each. And I do not recommend it. What I do recommend is learning how to declutter without becoming a full-blown minimalist, which means learning to find the balance of what your family needs and wants without it being so much that it overwhelms you on a daily basis. So if that sounds good to you, you are going to love this podcast. Let's dive into the episode. been trying to declutter your house and not been as successful as you like, I am willing to bet that I can help you figure out exactly why. There are a lot of reasons that moms feel like they can't declutter, declutter, whether it's their kids or their spouse or the time or the energy, or just simply not knowing what to do, where to take things, how to donate, right? How to do it mindfully, how to not be wasteful and Plus you're worried about like, what if I need it? You know, I wasted so much money on this. What if I need it again and I can't get it? There is so much that goes into decluttering as a mom. And I promise that if you have thought it or felt it, I have heard it before or experienced it myself. And that is exactly why I created this training called how to create your mom proof decluttering plan. And I've done a lot of decluttering checklists, challenges, courses, programs in the past, and they work. And this training really is the framework for every single thing that moms need to consider when it comes to decluttering their home. It's the plan. We're actually going to build your plan together. It's following through with your plan and it's including your family and even learning how to make this process as enjoyable as possible. Because most people feel like The task is daunting or just another thing on their to-do list, and I don't want it to feel like that for you. So this free training, how to create your mom-proof decluttering plan, you can go to motherhoodsimplified.com forward slash DIY to get it, or you can just check the show notes of this episode and you will find it. Come get it. I know there is so much information about there. A lot of it is much the same. Five steps to declutter your house, you know? Here's the checklist to declutter this area of your house, but none of them really show you the full scope of what goes into doing this start to finish. And that's exactly what's in this training. So go check it out, motherhoodsimplified.com forward slash DIY, or check the description of this episode to go get it today. It's recording. Oh, okay. It's already recording and I'm just staring at it. Okay. So today, this is the episode where we talk about how to find that spot of like being okay in your motherhood. Because um, we had a post, (laughs) Brianna's kid ran outside naked. She's got to go get the kid. Guys, wish her luck. Okay. (laughs) I love these. I love that we do this podcast and these episodes live um, because things like this happen. And it's like, welcome to my home where this is real mom life. And we just record the podcasts as they happen. And the moms let us know, I'll be right back because my kid just ran outside naked. Okay. (laughs) It's always fun. 
Okay. So we were talking about finding that spot of being okay in your motherhood, not completely hating it. Okay. And not feeling like it has to be perfect because there is an in-between. And so I'm not going to teach you how to settle, how to, you know, be like, well, I guess, you know, just roll over and be like, this is mom life and not enjoy it and feel like you're suffering, but there is an in-between. Okay. It's not extreme. It's not supposed to be perfect. It's not supposed to be, (laughs) Emily says mine just stole the plunger and ran away. Perfect. Um, it's not supposed to be perfect, but it's not supposed to be miserable either. Okay. So we're going to talk about finding that sweet spot of like the in-between because there was a mom in here who posted yesterday saying I've decluttered my home, but I'm still not happy in my motherhood. Like I'm still like, I just, you know, she talks about like wanting her alone time, not enjoying it, like not finding satisfaction. In it. And as the, the thread and the comments went on, if you guys are listening on the podcast and you're not part of our group on Facebook, get into our group um, so that you can, you can have that kind of community with you. But other people were joining in too, saying things like, yeah, I, I really don't enjoy it either. Sometimes I regret having kids. I wonder what I was thinking. And I think that um, somebody else said it too. Janet said it. Um, if you're a mom and you've never felt like this, you're probably lying. Okay. So I think the most important thing is to know that most of us or all of us at some point have felt this way, but most of us and all of us, even if we don't believe it right now in this moment, know deep down that we are good moms and we know what to do and we do know how to enjoy it and make the most out of it because, because we just know that on some deep level, like, you know, that I know that. And, um, that's what we're going to talk today, talk about today. It's like figuring out how to be like, okay, this is my life. Like, how do I make the most of it? Um, so I want to tell you guys to just kind of like this, the decluttering phenomenon. Okay. We have, we're in a decluttering group, right? This is what we focus on. Motherhood simplified, how to declutter your home and simplify your life. And I talked to you guys, even yesterday, if you want to go check out yesterday's episode, I talked to you guys about the benefits of decluttering, how it works, how it gives you more time, more energy, more presence in your days, you know, more of all of these things that you're wanting, but guys, it's not like you declutter your home and it just happens. Okay. Yes. A lot of those things naturally pick up and naturally start to happen more and more and easier and easier on their own, just as a symptom of decluttering. But what it really does too, by giving you time and energy and freedom and presence is clearing out that space so that you can focus on the bigger issues going on with you. So yes, decluttering works. Yes, it gives you all of these things, but it doesn't just happen automatically on its own. Decluttering isn't going to go through and heal your childhood wounds. Decluttering isn't going to go through and fix the, you know, the damage done to your, the relationships in your life, whether it's your marriage or your friendships or your extended family. It's not going to go through and fix those relationships for you. It's not going to make you disciplined with your time. It's not going to make you stay off your phone and play with your kids. But what it is going to do is give you a lot of perspective, time, freedom, and energy so that you can do that work for yourself. Okay. And that's what a lot of the conversation today is going to be about is, uh, what is, 
Emily says, Kamari doesn't tell us how to refill your soul after you clear out the junk. So thank you. I'm decluttered, but still searching for stuff to do in my newfound free time. Exactly, Emily. Emily is in that spot. And we've had that conversation before of like, yeah, you've decluttered. You took all of the crap out. Now it's time for you to intentionally fill it back up with the things that you were wanting to do. And I'll give you a lot of ideas of what those things can be and ways to use your newfound freedom and time and energy to make it work for your life so that you can get to this place of like, yeah, like 90% of the time. And that's what I say. 90% of the time I'm happy and feeling pretty content and good about my life. The other 10% is like, whoa, hold up. Something's not right. Like (laughs) we need to reevaluate and fix this. Um, so yes, the decluttering, it works, but it doesn't do all of this soul purging and then filling back up work for you which is just as important as decluttering, okay? Um, So the reason too, guys, that I teach you how to declutter, the importance and really honestly, the necessity of decluttering as a mom is it's the simplest way to start, okay? It's the simplest way to get to your root issues. It's the simplest way to work through all those childhood traumas, all of those crazy thoughts and beliefs that, um, you know, hold you back, hold you down, keep you stuck. It's the simplest way to start. It's the easiest way to start. It's the most concrete way to start. And I can tell you that because I tried doing it the other way. I've tried doing it backwards. I tried, um, in Alaska. Um, I made a post this morning about having my first daughter. It was really pretty impossible for me to connect with her, to engage with her, to play with her, to be around her to be a mom to her when I first had her, my very first daughter, because I had so many issues. Guys. I had so many issues. Like growing up, I'm not going to tell you guys all about it because it doesn't matter, but my childhood was rough. It was really rough. Like it was abusive. My mom rejected me. I was a runaway. I lived in my car for a short period of time. Um, all of these things that were really traumatic and hard on me made it so that I had my own kids. And I was like, what the heck do I do with a kid? Right. What the heck? How do I be a mom to her? How do I play with her? How do I make her know that I actually care about her? So after I had her, um, she was probably like nine or 10, 10 months old. And I noticed, I was like, <laughs> okay, like, I don't know how to do this. There's some sort of disconnect. So I got a therapist and was like, tell me what healthy parent child relationships look like. Um, I read a bunch of books, you know, I made friends with people who I was like, okay, they look like they know what they're doing. I would like to be like them, made friends with them, you know, copied the things that I liked about them and just kind of unlearned everything that I had known about motherhood and started relearning it in a way that felt better to me and felt like, like I, like how I wanted to be. Okay. But I was still doing that in my very overwhelming home. And, um, it was a struggle still. It was like, I would like make some progress and still fall back, make some progress, still fall back. And what I noticed in my own experience was when we moved to Florida, had no more overwhelming home, no more overwhelming chores, no more distractions of stupid things that didn't matter. Like how do I organize the toy room? Um, how do I keep my closet clean? How do I keep up on the laundry when I wasn't worrying about those things anymore? Figuring out my root issues and having time for therapy and being able to do that soul purging was a million times easier. It was seriously a million times easier. Like 
I would go to a therapist in Alaska and talk about the same things over and over and be like, I'm still stuck. I'm still stuck. I'm still stuck. And when I got to Florida, I was like, okay, like, how do I do this? And it was like, I could get it done in a fraction of the time because I literally had that much mental and emotional and physical space cleared out to do that soul work. Okay. Um, so when just another point too, that I want to share with you guys that hopefully you can relate to, oh, and Shaley, I'll mention the PPD thing too, um, was that most of the reason that I felt resentful and like I wasn't enjoying my motherhood in Alaska was because I felt like motherhood was just cleaning up. It was cleaning up. It was cleaning up chores, paying bills, making food. Um, and of course that's not satisfying, right? That's not satisfying to anybody. Nobody wants to be a glorified maid. Um, and I, I have mentioned this before that after Derek, I had feelings of depression. Okay. I had feelings of depression or feelings of PPD. Um, but I don't think I was depressed. I don't think I had PPD because I didn't have, um, I didn't have a chemical imbalance. What I had were circumstances that were making me hate my life. <laughs> okay. So I could have gone to a doctor, you know, I could have got some meds probably, but I knew like intuitively, like that's not the problem. Okay. That's not the problem. The problem is like my life is a shit show. <laughs> okay. I am drowning. I don't know what I'm doing and I'm really struggling. So I think there is um, a really big difference between being actually overwhelmed by your life and navigating all of these complex parts of like your human emotions and your, your childhood and your family history and having a, a chemical imbalance. Okay. Figuring out your life, figuring out who you are. Okay. So I know that's kind of a touchy thing, you know, a controversial thing to say, but based on my experience, that's exactly how I feel. It's kind of how I felt in the moment, but looking back on it, I know for sure my life was a mess. I didn't know what to do. I didn't know how to get out of it. So hopefully today in this episode, you'll get some things that can help you if you're feeling like this to get out of it. Okay. Um, okay. So let's talk real quick about some reasons why you might be feeling like you don't enjoy mom life. Maybe some reasons why you maybe feel like you regret having kids you don't want to be a mom. You don't know what you're thinking and you're just not enjoying your days. You feel like something is missing. You feel like you're dissatisfied. You feel like just something is wrong. Okay. You're like, I'm a mom. This is supposed to be like the most magical, special thing in the world that you can possibly be. And I'm just not digging it. I'm just not feeling it. Right. And I've been there. Sometimes I still get there, but it's really rare. Like I said, it's like a 90% of the time I'm good and fine. 10%. I'm like, what the heck is going on with my life? Okay. And I think that's normal. Getting to that point where you're like, what the heck is going on with my life is where you make necessary changes, necessary adjustments. It's how you grow. It's how you learn. So I think you have to have some sort of like dysfunction, but it should be less dysfunction than feeling good. Okay. It takes time to get there. But anyway, let's get back on focus. Some of the reasons why you are likely feeling this way is you're comparing yourself to other moms. Okay. That I, I did that a lot. Okay. I'm going to talk a little bit about working moms and stay at home moms in a minute, but, um, like when I was 
staying at home when I was a stay at home mom, I'd watch all these other stay at home moms and they had like, you know, on the out as an outsider looking in, you know, they had really good routines. They had really good snacks. They had really good things that they did with their kids all the time. They played games with them. They took them to the park and it looked like they were just having this great time with their kids all the time and loving every second. And I was not okay. Or you get on Instagram and you see these moms who have like on the behind the scenes, they have nannies, they have, you know, like people who do their food for them. They have all of these things, all of the support. And of course they're standing there. They just had their makeup done with their outfit from their stylist holding the baby. And it's just like not reality. And you're looking at that wondering like, how is she able to do all of that? And I'm here struggling to, you know, take a shower more than every other day, right? Like you're comparing yourself to other people, or maybe you compare yourself to the really successful business mom. Who's like, she's got a career. She's loving it. She's got a nanny and she loves it. And she's got this great relationship with her kids and she spends her weekends with them and takes them on vacation. And as an outsider looking in, it's amazing and perfect and wonderful. She's got it all right. Like you're comparing yourself to other people and feeling badly because you're not doing what they're doing. Okay. So stop, like, stop, stop comparing yourself. I literally do not follow people on social media anymore, unless they're my friends, (laughs) unless they're my friends. And I know them in real life because I got sick and tired of like looking at these people being like, wow, like they've got it going on and I really don't have it going on. And I could look at them and wish that I was like them, but that's not doing me any good because all I'm doing is staring at their pictures, wishing that I was like them, right? Like that sucks. And I have to do it for myself in like the business atmosphere, the business atmosphere, business circle, whatever. I stopped following all of the bloggers who talk about similar things that I talk about because I would find myself like wanting to read all their blogs and being like, I should write a blog like theirs, or I should make a podcast like theirs. And it clouds my ability to make things that are actually relevant to you guys here who I know really well. So I stopped following all those people. I'll follow business people and bloggers as long as they're not talking about the same things that I'm talking about because it clouds my ability to feel good about the the stuff that I create here. Okay. And it's the same thing in your motherhood. If you're following all these moms who make you feel badly about where you're at in your motherhood, stop it. Stop following them. Okay. (laughs) Um, So that's the first one. The second reason that you're likely feeling badly about your motherhood and not enjoying it is because you have unrealistic expectations. Okay. Some of the unrealistic expectations come from social media. Some of them come from Um, you know, expectations that we had growing up, maybe like your mom was an excellent homemaker and the house is always clean and your house is never clean. Right. Um, so maybe you have those kinds of unrealistic expectations, maybe just somewhere along the way you picked up that you need to have it all together all the time. You need to, here's a big one for me. Okay. I have this expectation that I should be able to raise four kids be a wife, run a business, run a house, um, be okay with myself and have enough time to myself and homeschool my kids. Okay. I'm not homeschooling my kids right now, but I have, for whatever reason, this unrealistic, unrealistic expectation that I should be doing all of that stuff. And the truth is at this point in our life, my kids are very happy going to school outside of the home. I am very happy with them doing this because 
it makes it so that I am not stretched so thin, but I would be lying if I didn't say that I still struggle hardcore with it pretty much every single day of like, why am I taking them to school? Like, I don't have a job outside of the house. Like I should be able to do this, but I know because we've tried, um, to run my husband's business, to run my business, to raise the kids, to do the sports, to not feel like I'm ripping my hair out at the end of the day. Um, at this stage in our life, this is what's working for us. But, um, just having unrealistic expectations of yourself is going to make it so that you're not enjoying it. Okay. Um, the third reason that you're likely not, or it could be a reason that you're not enjoying your motherhood is that your, your logistics need simplified. I think it's so funny how I worded this. Your logistics of your day-to-day life need simplified, which means you need to declutter. Okay. You need to make it so that you have less chores, laundry dishes, toys to clean up and pick up after day after day. Okay. Simplify your meals, simplify your cooking. You need to simplify the logistics of your day so that you're not feeling like your entire existence is to manage all of these pretty insignificant things, guys. Okay. Yeah. We need clothes. Yeah. We need food. Do our kids really need toys? I mean, that's debatable, but I know for sure we don't need as much as we have and life is way easier and a million times more enjoyable when you simplify the logistics of your day, AKA declutter. How fancy is that? Right. (laughs) Simplify the logistics of your day. Um, but really that's why I love talking about decluttering so much and teaching you guys how to declutter because once you get rid of all that excess, like it does immediately, like you feel a shift, you feel a sense of relief. You feel like you have more time, like you have more energy, like you have more freedom. And that's like the simplest, easiest way to make your days more enjoyable instead of like being like, okay, well, I guess I'm going to go to a therapist and try and get to all these root issues of like my childhood traumas, right? Like what's easier. I always tell you guys to start with the easiest thing first, decluttering, and then move into the rest of it. Okay. And that's what I told you guys at the beginning, like the decluttering phenomenon. Yes. Decluttering works. Yes. It gives you all these things. No, it does not do all of that really complicated navigational work of your soul. Okay. So that brings me to the next reason that you probably are not enjoying your motherhood or your days, um, is that you have deeply rooted issues. Okay. I, mine were pretty easy to at least address right off the bat. You know, I was like child of a, you know, childhood of child, a child of abuse, you know, traumatic childhood, a runaway, um, a mom who had rejected me, all these things like those are pretty easy to, you know, walk into a therapist and be like, oh, great. This is the way I grew up. Help me fix it. (laughs) Right. Um, that's the starting point. But once you get into it, you realize that there's this whole web of complication, this whole web of like a million other like sub things going on to get you to the root of your, of your actual issues. It could be rejection. It could be abandonment. It could be um, just feeling unloved. It could be something like an overly critical parent. It could be a lot of things. Okay. Growing up in poverty, it could be a lot of different things, but you likely have a lot of these things that (laughs) 
Okay, kids have a way of like triggering the the deepest parts of us. Um, so you likely have a lot of deeply rooted issues that you have to figure out because otherwise what's happening is your kids raising these kids are like triggering these things in you over and over and over again. And if you can't identify them, if you can't recognize them for what they are, what's going to happen is that it's going to keep happening. It's going to make you feel things like anger, resentment, being bitter, depressed, anxious, stressed out, and you're not going to be able to identify the cause because it's this really deeply hidden thing you got going on. Okay. Which is why I recommend therapy for everybody. Everybody has their baggage. Everybody has a big issue or 12 they got to work through so that you can actually enjoy your motherhood. Okay. Um, the next reason that you might not be enjoying your motherhood is that you haven't had a chance for this like self discovery. Okay. I know it sounds like so cheesy. Maybe it doesn't sound cheesy to you. It sounds cheesy to me because it's like when you think of like self-help books or like things like that, you think of like Oprah Winfrey and chicken soup for the soul. And you're like, I have not discovered myself yet, but it's true. It's true. Um, you haven't had a chance to fill yourself back up with everything that you want to do. I saw this quote from a friend yesterday. I'm going to try and remember it as best as I can, but she said like your lack of energy is not from like lack of sleep. It's from lack of doing the things that fuel your soul, which takes time to find. Okay. Um, when we, like when I was in Alaska, I, I got my degree in child development. I was a teacher. I was like, this is what I'm doing. This is my life. This is who I am. I'm a teacher and I'm a mom. And I thought that's what I wanted. I was like, I feel good about this. I didn't really feel great about it, but I felt comfortable enough to be like, I'm a teacher and a mom. Like, this is good. I'll open up a business because I also know that I need freedom. I need people not to tell me what to do every day. Um, I don't like rules. I don't like bosses. So I was like, I'll go teach, open up a private school and do it that way. I loved that. Then we moved to Florida and I had to leave my business behind and I had to go teach as an employee again, which was really hard, but I was like, I'm not going to do it how I did it in Alaska. I'm going to go to alternative schools. I'm going to go to a Reggio school. I'm going to go to Montessori school. I'm going to do some self-discovery. I'm going to try these different kinds of teaching. I'm going to try different forms of leadership. Um, and then, um, Jessica says, I don't even know the things that would fuel my soul anymore. I'm so far down the rabbit hole of parenthood that I have nothing else. And the more I declutter, the more I notice this. Okay, perfect. It's really good to get to that place of like, I, <laughs> I've decluttered and I'm empty, right? Because that's where I was in Florida. Okay, I did all this kind of teaching. And eventually I got to this point where I hated it. I hated teaching. I was completely burnt out, but it's all I had ever done. So I was like, I don't even know what I do outside of this. What would I do outside of teaching? It's what my degree is in. It's what I've spent the last eight years doing. It's what I've dedicated my entire early twenties to like, what do I do with my life now? And it was like, Jessica said, like, I don't even know what I was going to do. So, um, at that time, my husband was needing help with his business. And I was like, you know what, I'm going to quit teaching and I'm going to be the one to help you with the business instead of you hiring somebody. And I did it with the intention of not only, you know, helping out the business, but also giving myself a chance to try something new. So I was like, I, I tried a lot of weird things. And every single time I did it, I was like really excited. I was like, this is the thing. This is the thing that I'm going to be good at. This is the thing that I'm going to love. 
Some examples of things that I tried that failed was become a doula. All right. I was like, I'm going to get into doula school and I'm going to be a doula. I'm going to go into nursing school. I'm going to become a midwife. That didn't work. I'm going to become a personal trainer and a beach body coach. That didn't work out. I am going to become a, um, a health and wellness coach. I'm going to get my health and wellness certificate from integrative, whatever nutrition, and I'm going to sell essential oils. I am going to, what else did I want to do? Um, I wanted to work with my husband for Aflac for a while. I was like, he does really well with this. So I'm going to do this. And all of those things I hated every single time I started it. I was like, this is it. This is the thing that's going to make me love my life. And I tried it and I hated it. I hated it. I tried staying home. I was like, okay, you know what? Maybe I don't need anything. Maybe my problem is that I'm trying too hard to find something else when all I really need to do is be a mom. I tried that. I didn't love it. I didn't love it. Um, I started a blog on parenting. Okay. I started a parenting blog. Didn't love that. I really didn't like the questions I got. I really didn't like the whole process of it. I really didn't like taking on everybody's baggage and helping them navigate the complexities of parenting. Did not love it at all. I hated it. So then I was like, maybe I'll make it like a hybrid, like teacher parent thing, like how to take things of like the Montessori philosophy and implement it into your home. So, you know, those are the things that I knew how to do. I did that. I also hated it because people were like, asking me over and over and over again, like, I need activities to do in my home. What activities can I make to do in my home? Activities, activities, activities. And I was so burnt out from doing that and teaching that I don't want to teach people how to do it in their home. Sometimes you guys ask me for that. And I tell you, I don't know. I don't know. Because honestly, I don't enjoy doing it. It feels too much like teaching, which I got completely burnt out on. Um, So I did that. And then I stopped. And then eventually, after that second failed blog, um, I took a little break. I had my daughter told my husband, like, I'll help you until I have the baby. Um, and then I don't want to help you anymore because I'm going to have a baby at the house and who knows what I'm going to be doing. And then I started this blog and now we're good. Okay. But it took me a long freaking time to get here. It took me eight years of teaching. It took me three years of not teaching to finally find this place of like, I found it. Like I found what I want to do. And I'm not saying, don't worry guys, I'm not going to ditch you. I'm not going to say that I'm going to do this exact thing forever, but for right now, it works really well. And for right now, it, it gives me something outside of my motherhood, gives me something to do that I feel really good about and enhances my life in a lot of different ways. Okay. So all of that to say a lack of self-discovery is probably a big part of why you're feeling dissatisfied in your motherhood. And uh, how do I say this? Like, I'll, I'll figure out how, a way to how to say this, but, um, you don't, you don't have to have something outside of your motherhood either. So the last reason that you might, that you might be unhappy in your motherhood is you might be trying too hard to find something outside of it that you think is going to make you love your life and love your motherhood more. When really what you need to do is take a step back and be like, I just I want to stay home. Like I want to be a stay at home mom. I want to dedicate all of my time to being a stay at home mom. If that's what you want to do, stop trying to turn your hobby into a side hustle. 
Okay, stop trying to find a work from home job. Stop trying to start a business. Stop trying to build a blog. If what you want to do is stay at home with your kids and be home with your kids. If you want to do something outside of being home with your kids, don't be afraid to try different things. Don't be afraid to put yourself out there. Don't be afraid to fail and mess up. Like I said, guys, if you saw my first two blogs, you, I would be embarrassed. <laughs> I'd be kind of embarrassed, but I'd also be like, please go look at them so that you can see how horrible it was and how badly I messed up before I got to this point. Um, um, so Molly, I will tell you, if you know what you need, you have to make time for it. Otherwise, you're going to continue to feel like your soul is suffocating. Promise you that because I've done it. The last job that the last teaching job that I quit, she asked me why I was quitting. She was like, you're so good at it. You're so happy. The teachers love you. The parents love you. The kids love you. Why are you doing this? And I told her my soul is suffocating. And she told me I was dramatic, right? She was fine. It's like she was being playful, but I know she was also like, okay, that's dramatic. But I told her like, my soul is suffocating. I am not happy here. So I had to take a risk with my job and try something completely different. Now, I'm not going to say be reckless and quit your job and ditch your bills, but get creative and figure out a way to make it happen because the only other option is to continue to suffer. And that's not a very good option. That's probably like the worst option is just to continue to choose to suffer. Um, so self-discovery takes time, figuring out what you want to do takes time. Um, knowing what you want to do and figuring out a way to make it happen takes time. Okay. This blog didn't just happen. I had to invest a lot of money to make it happen, which meant that my husband and I had to save up a lot of money. We had to get on the same page. I had to convince him that this wasn't just another like whim thing that I wanted to do. It was like $3,000 guys to start a website was like $3,000. Okay. To get everything that I needed. So I had to get creative with my time, with my resources, with my energy, with my husband getting on board with starting this. Um, especially because I had done it a couple times before didn't work out. Like, (laughs) um, where there's a will, there's a way. And you, you have to make these bold kinds of choices, especially as a mom, so that you're not just sitting there suffering. Okay. Suffering is the worst feeling, feeling like you're suffocating, choosing to suffocate your soul sucks. No, I've done it. Okay. Now I want to talk to you guys about the work at home, stay at home mom balance real quick. Um, because I've done both. And another thing that somebody said was like, no matter what, it feels like something is always falling behind. Hey, Sierra. Um, you know, I feel like I have to let something go no matter what, or something's always slipping to the wayside. And it's true. It's true. Like I tell you guys all the time, you can have your cake and eat it too. You can do it all, but you can't do it all well. So I'm just going to kind of contradict myself and let you guys know that you're going to have to prioritize and choose the things that you want to do. Choose the things that are most important and do those things. And that means that some things are going to fall further down sometimes. So when I was working outside of the home, Obviously, I was sacrificing time with my kids. Okay, sacrificing the amount of time with my kids. That does not mean that I was sacrificing the quality of the time with my kids, you know, once I had decluttered my home. Um, But I was, you know, as far as 
hours, you know, if you could write down all the hours that I spent with them, it was less. If you could write down all the hours that I spent in my home cooking and cleaning and making them meals and tending to them, it was significantly less. So yeah, something had to give. Um, something had to give. I had to sacrifice time in certain areas so that I could spend the time in the areas that I was prioritizing. When I was staying at home, my me time and my creative outlet time and my time spent in the adult world was severely sacrificed. Okay. And I'm not going to say that my time at work was my me time or my time at work was my break or, you know, whatever, because I don't think that was the case. But working outside of the home, I had infinitely more opportunities to go to lunch with a friend, to make adult friends, to have adult conversation, to have a creative outlet and like a productive outlet, because I'm the type of person that thrives on that, like productivity. Um, But when I was staying at home, I didn't have that. So I was sacrificing this really big part of myself that was really important. And that's just the way it was. Like I had to I had to do that. And now that I have this job here where I work from home, I'm able to be available and present to my kids. Like, yeah, on paper, I have it all right. You know, I have the best of both worlds, but even still like when like I'm taking care of Kaylee, I'm playing with Kaylee all day long. I'm taking the kids to and from school. I'm keeping the house clean. I'm making them food. I have nap time where, you know, I could be, taking a nap or, you know, getting some me time, taking a bath or whatever it is that I would do, but instead I'm working. Okay. I'm writing blogs. I'm making podcast episodes with you guys. I'm coming on here live. I am reaching out and networking with other bloggers. I am uh, doing like promotional things and getting to know people in my community. I am making connections so that I can start helping local moms declutter their homes and all of these things. So, um, that's time that I could be spending doing laundry, dishes, paying bills, I don't know, other things, but I do have to sacrifice certain things. And I do have to sacrifice, you know, making it so that our house is just a house. Like I have to set and create boundaries of like, yeah, I know it's Saturday morning, but I got to get this done. So I'm closing the door and nobody's allowed in mom's room. Right. Like I have to, something's always going to have to give. So don't feel like there's some secret to like having infinite amounts of time to where you can literally do everything because you can do everything, but you're not going to do it well. And you're, you're still, no matter what your role is, a work at home mom or a stay at home mom, you're still going to have to create priorities, which means that you're going to have to sacrifice some that are lower on the writ lower on the list sometimes. Okay. So just don't expect, don't expect perfection out of this. Don't expect that like some other mom has it made and is literally doing it all. Like if she looks like she's doing it all, having a job, having like perfect photos, having her makeup and her hair done all the time. Like she's hired some people to help her. Okay. She's hired some people to clean her house. She's hired some people to do her laundry. She's hired some people to transport her kids to and from school. You know, she's hired a nanny. Um, she's done something to make it so that she can run a business and have time to herself, but she's sacrificed in that she hires people to help her with food and cooking and cleaning. Um, if there's a stay at home mom who 
looks like she has it all. She has the perfect house. She has the perfect kids. She's got the perfect clothes. Know that she is sacrificing some time outside of the home. She's sacrificing some adult time. She's sacrificing something. I don't know what. It's different for everybody, but everybody has priorities. Everybody has certain things that they are prioritizing, um, and it doesn't have to be all or nothing. Okay, I think another thing, too, is like it doesn't have to be nothing. It doesn't have to be like my life is just crazy, and I have nothing good going for me at all. Um, you just have to pick, pick your priorities, your priorities and what you're wanting to focus on. Um, I think that's it for what I have for, for notes. Let me go through and check the comments real quick. Lindsay says a time turner. Exactly. The only way that you're going to be able to literally do it all is if you have a time turner. It's the truth. Um, okay. The comparing sucks. I like to think what I like from each friend and apply it to my life. Yeah. And I like to do that too. I make sure that the friends I have, I'm like, Ooh, I like what she does. I'd like to be more like that, but I don't try and be exactly like her. <laughs> um, I feel guilty because I do love my kids, but it's so hard. It is, it is. And it's very time consuming. So you have to be really intentional about what you're spending your time on, which is why. I say declutter your home, stop wasting your time, cleaning, organizing, shifting piles around your house, <laughs> okay? Stop focusing on that kind of stuff so that you can get to the deeper things that really matter. Um, okay, the comparing sucks. I like to think what I like from each, okay, I saw that one, hang on. The comments sometimes get all mixed up. Um, I'm definitely not the Pinterest mom and compared myself to them so much. I feel like I wasn't doing anything at all. Yeah. And the thing is you're doing tons, 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 tons. Um, they got on it today. Just what they post on the times crying about the kids, not listening so much realistic, unrealistic expectation from ourselves. Okay. 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 I went from a spoiled, Oh, this is Lindsay. I went from a spoiled only child to a mom and wife in under a year. I have no idea <clears throat> who I am or what I want to be outside of a mom or wife mom and wife. Yes, it is hard. Jessica also says, I was the youngest child, then a wife, then a single mom in a matter of years. I think that's the large part of my problem. I was, I have never had hobbies in adulthood. It's just always been, I'm a mom. I can relate to that too, Jessica, because I had my first when I got pregnant when I was 18. I had her when I was 19. And I spent a lot of years like mourning the fact that I would never be able to be the mom that like goes out, has girlfriends, lives that carefree life, like <laughs> it's kind of a big deal. And I had to work through that and be okay with that. And now, I mean, still sometimes I'm like, maybe I'll go out um, and try to relive that. And then I'm like, no, I don't, I don't really want to. <laughs> um, thank you for this. I've been listening while I folded laundry. Yay. So like super productive. All right. That's it for today, guys. I hope it was helpful. Um, I hope it was helpful. I hope you enjoyed it. If you did, share it out. If you're listening on the podcast, make sure you join our group, Motherhood Simplified the Group on Facebook um, so that you can get into private community of moms in the same boat as you. And I will see you guys tomorrow. Bye. Hey, before you go, I have a question to ask you. Would you please leave me a five-star review if you are listening on iTunes? It helps me grow my show and reach more moms like you who are wanting to declutter without becoming a full-blown minimalist. 
you love the show, I would love it if you shared something specific that you find valuable or helpful or that you just enjoy about listening to this show. It would mean the world to me if you took time out of your day to do that. And while you're at it, head over to motherhoodsimplified.com to listen to more podcast episodes or check out our Facebook group, Instagram, just to connect on social media. If you love these episodes and if you love this show, please tag me. I love to connect with you over there. Podcasts are kind of like a one-way conversation where I feel like I'm talking to you and with you. But when you tag me on social media, I feel like we can take that one step further and actually connect with each other, which is the whole point of me starting this podcast and community in the first place is to be able to connect with moms like you who are wanting to declutter without becoming a full-blown minimalist. So tag me in your Instagram stories. I'm motherhood underscore simplified. Check out the Motherhood Simplified Facebook group or head over to the site and just find even more blogs, podcasts, decluttering courses to help you continue on your decluttering journey. Thanks so much. And I'll talk to you soon.